What's going on, everybody? You're here with the Lifesavers podcast. And this is episode number three. We got Riley here. We got Wilson here. We got JB making an appearance in this episode, just coming back downstairs. We're what live? Do you, We're what do you live. got there? What do you got there? What are you drinking? Give you two guesses. It's a White Claw. Well, you didn't really give me any guesses there, but all right. What do you got over there, Riley? I have a Moscow Mule Cup, but inside that cup is some Evan Williams and some Cherry Pepsi. Mm. I have to say, when I went to buy the White Claw today, I took a look at Not Your Father's Root Beer. The shelf, you did. The shelf was full. The shelf was full. Full. Nobody Just packed. wants it. No one. I was worried that there was no White Claw left. There's there's, gonna be there's rumor that there's a shortage. No way. There's a report. Really? Yeah. I've not heard this. No variety packs left. I had to buy individual flavors. Yeah, it was on like local news. I think even CNN showed it. It's a shortage. Well, no issue for me because I've got some raspberry lemonade. Raspberry lemonade? Yeah. What's in it? Uh, raspberries, lemons. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a little bit of something else so what are we doing tonight boys we are talking about undone oh. a deep dive on the song sick how do you guys feel about undone personally my favorite is it it's my biggest contribution to the album i feel like so, so? I, i'm partial why why do you say that it's your biggest contribution um so the i'd say the other songs i showed up when they were near completion or i made i made little tweaks to them but it wasn't big impacts more mm -hmm. like details yeah whereas in undone i showed up and we had a piano line and by the time i left we had a song yeah yeah you flew in for that one you were here for the whole weekend and that's my that's like the vibe of the songs that i normally come up with i feel like yeah well this one this song started and i think you guys know this but this song started in my brain and it was like 8.30 in the morning, and I was laying in my bed, and I just was starting my day. I popped in my headphones, and I, for some reason, decided to go listen to The Somerset, which... You were listening to them at 8.30 a.m.? I Yeah, it was super is, random. Is that even a new song by them, or is it a throwback? No, it's a throwback. I yeah. mean, it's from, like, what, 2013, 2014? The, the first song on their album from 2013, 2014, I don't even know what that song is called. The one that's like too punk for the pop kids, but I'm too pop for the punk kids. Starts off with the piano and just vocals. And I was like, we haven't ever done a song like that. We should maybe think about that. We had talked about it. We, we had And we had talked about it for years. Piano, yeah. Including piano in like a cool way. And so that w I just woke up, listened to that song, and was determined to write a piano jam. So where to go from there? Because I remember walking downstairs uh you guys were in the lab working on i think the first part of that main chorus yeah so i kind of started working on it just a little bit mostly just in my head i knew that you guys were both coming over that day so i was getting started on some ideas and jb got here before you, before you did riley and we came down here and just started plunking away on the piano Neither of us is a great piano player. You're but we pretty know, good. But we talk, I mean, we talk piano. 
we know we know how to make piano chords. So what we, I remember is that it sounded like the Who when I first showed up. And then did it really? Yeah, that's what it reminded me of. See, I don't remember that. I wish we still had the track from from that part of the demo. But no, we don't. We have what it what it turned into. So Justin was inspired by the Who, and Undone came from that. I don't see how. I don't. How I don't think I was inspired it, uh, by it. I was like, all right, we need to we need to grow on this. And then we <laughs> took it from there. Uh, yeah, Bob it was Bob O'Reilly. But for me, this was also the song that was the easiest to write and the quickest to I write. I think so too. It uh, in a matter of hours, we had the whole song, and I think it's the one demo that we changed the least from demo to actual track that you hear on cherry that's i think that's definitely definitely true um but yeah so we started off we just we had this piano progression and it was super simple just basic chords um and i don't even remember where the first line came from do you do you remember how that started or what the first thing that came back for a little bit i don't know it might have been honestly it might have been because i was traveling home being mm. from new jersey and living out there for almost five years now that's kind of how the theme of the song went it was like coming home and seeing how things are yeah and that's also maybe why it's my favorite because the lyrics are i've been the most involved with these lyrics and they hit home for me the most yeah what, what i what i think of and kind of what i was thinking of when as we were getting into the lyrics and when we started going on it i was thinking about um, like right when I moved away, you know, turned 18 and moved away from home, just thinking about like every time I would go back to Saginaw for the first couple years after that, yeah. um, and just like how I felt and it was so weird and just like seeing the same places that I grew up with. How was it weird? Just like it, it, everything looked the same, but didn't feel the but same. But it wasn't at all. Yeah. So you changed, and obviously everyone here has changed too, but all the roads still kind of look the same. Yeah. And all the places you were the same. You see things differently, yeah. Yeah, my situation was so different mm -hmm. that it just it, it didn't feel the same. Um, but it was like I – it was always in the back of my mind. Like, you know, I wonder what's going on with, you know, my people in Saginaw. Yeah. And I wonder what it would be like to, you know, if you'd be back home. And so, like, I would always go back, and I would always want to go back. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of, like, what I think of when I think of Undone. It's just that feeling of I want to go back, but I can't keep holding on. Yeah. I also Oh, go ahead, Justin. I also think the structure is the most unique out of the album, too, where yeah. we go from the piano to the jam immediately, and then it just builds and builds and builds throughout the song. Yeah. That was also something we had never done before, where we kind of like we build this tension um, with the jam part after like a soft chorus, and then we hit we go back to the chorus and it's d a down chorus. It's like a fake chorus. You expect it to come back in heavy, and it's just like just piano and vocals again. I think that's the first time we've really done that for sure. I mean, we did a little bit on "Don't Wait Up," but yeah. Not in the same way. It was yeah. way better this time. Way better this time, yeah. Yeah. Um, so w one thing that I actually really, really liked about the demo that I did I don't know if it quite translated was the like energy in the first like down chorus in the intro. Yeah. 
um, especially with the vocals, I know that we kept it at the same tempo when we recorded it with Seth um, as the demo tempo. But for some reason, it sounds faster to me on the demo. Let's play the uh, the demo intro right here so people can hear it. It's almost the same. It's it's pretty much the same. It's the same words. It's the same melody. It's got a little bit of a different energy for me. So let's play that right here. I came back for a little bit. I can't seem to stay away. Sometimes I'm scared to ever change. Some days I'm not afraid. Part of me is holding on. Part of me is undone. So before we jump back in, I just want to point out something that throughout the process of making these demos, something that carried us through was we always yeah. had a candle burning. Yeah. And, and I'm looking at one burning right now. I don't even know what scent that is. It looks like there's tree bark in there. I made that candle. I literally made that candle. Dude, come on. That's a pretty good candle. So I went to – have you guys ever been to Michael's? Yeah. I went to Michael's. My friend Michael's house? No, the the store, <laughs> and I got the candle wax from Michael's, and I got some coloring, and I, I colored it pink. Were you tasked to do this? Or was no, this I made own? a bunch of candles. <laughs> oh, wait, really? <laughs> I gave them to people. You're a candle maker? I made my mom a candle. You didn't make me. I made my sister a candle. <laughs> was it a holiday? Yeah, it was like at Christmas time. Oh, okay. And I put those um those like scented oils in it. Essential oils. Oh, that's you know, I'm a really big fan of peppermint. I could go for oh, a yeah? peppermint candle. No, I could hook that up for you because this podcast is sponsored by <laughs> Essential Oils and Glade. <laughs> no, but seriously, I made that and I put that piece of uh, some kind of herb. Some kind of herb? Some kind of, I think it's like basil. I'm kind of worried that that fire is going to light that herb. kind of want to push the herb into the fire. Yeah, but so so can we go back to undone after that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so that that intro, I think, um, so it's some of the way I say some of those words, I wish that I could have done that a little more in the song, like the hanging on the ends, like the undone. I I tried <laughs> to do that. Um, maybe that would have been worse though. I don't know. I just like it. I do. We did critique that section of the song. I think more than any other song on the whole album, like. I remember specifically with the piano tone, we went through multiple revisions of piano tones, which you wouldn't think that there's that many there's different. Unlimited. Unli- and I, yeah. I got to the point where I remember inspiration came from uh, Andrew and the Wild. I forget his name. Andrew McMahon? Yes. Yeah. And there was a song, I think Paper Rain, and I sent that, and I was like, this is the tone. Oh. And then he matched it, and it was boom, done. Oh, I didn't even know that the, happened. The verb in the back, I remember, I was like, we need we need something soft in the back. And so if you listen very closely, you'll hear just that a reverb? very subtle reverb. that The flickering of a candle. <laughs> you you can't get over that candle. Just get over it. I make candles, okay? Get over it. But honestly, the uh, cool little riffy grooves and the way that song moves and and all the lyrics and the meaning behind them. We spent a ton of time on that. We did, man. Oh, I don't think we've ever analyzed lyrics so deeply. I mean, we obviously, we always care a lot about our lyrics, and we make sure that they're saying what we want to say. 
but line by line, like as a group, yeah, that was we the went f- through these. That was the first time I think that I also was a part of making decisions on lyrics. Oh, you were you were integral. Yeah. So that was the band name made it in. Yeah, we made a conscious choice to to put "Last Night Saved My Life" into the lyrics of this song. But it really fits with the theme of the song. Oh yeah. Battling back and forth and sort of that being yep. undone and, and not willing to completely commit. Yeah, and things can change and, like, surprise you. Yeah. Yeah, we talked a little bit about it on the first episode, but that I think that our band name really en- encapsulates this song of, um, like, change and growth and living for the things that, you know, keep you going, make you happy and um, that you're passionate about. That's, you know, that's what we're all about. So that's kind of what this song reminds me of, too. So what about the rest of the song? Do you guys have some sneaky things in there that you really like? Yeah, there's like some of our um, some of our production elements that we actually made in the demo. Like mm-hmm. some of the reverb. There's a So in the demo, there's a reverb channel. And I just was throwing everything on there, like vocals. I was reversing vocals, reversing guitar stuff. Um, and just throwing it in the reverb channel, uh, which is, you know, something that Mike made. Uh, and we, we talked about Mike on the first episode. He's uh, my roommate, my great friend, um, super awesome guy, really good songwriter. He knows a lot about um, producing. Um, so he helped us a lot. But he made this reverb sound, and I was just throwing everything on it. Can we play it? And Yeah, we can play some of that. And we actually, that made it into... The real song, so I think that was the biggest surprise for me on the whole album was how many little features from the demos we actually saved. Yeah, uh, it was. I wasn't re- expecting that. Yeah, reverbs, pianos, but little we, subtle things. We spent a ton of time on it on the demos, so like we didn't want those to go to waste. And I just, I mean, I sent them all to Seth and just said, "Here, here's everything we got in the demos. Whatever you want to take, use it." So here let's I'll put in a little bit of the reverb channel right here. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of spooky if you think about it. It kind of is. You know what that reminds me of? Hmm. Do you remember when, I think it was you and Crush, Wilson, who were uh, down here the next day, and and you had looked back at one of the songs you were working on the night before, and there was like this hidden oh, MIDI part. I know what you're going to say. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it was this creepy <laughs> MIDI piano part that was like from, it sounded like it was from a horror film. Dude, it was scary. Do you still have it? Well... I think we do somewhere, but keep keep going, Riley. Yeah. So this um this piano part, everybody would it straight up sounded like it was a horror film, and I know we sat there for the longest time, like what in the world was this? Well, it How came out it... of nowhere. It, yeah. We didn't record it. It showed up over. I mean, the next day. So somewhere that night, it ended up. Justin's cra- cracking <laughs> another white claw to uh, ease Give his two guesses. Ease his nerves right now. <laughs> Uh, but I remember you guys translating it to a drum track because you we wonder. Did, yeah, we we just found this track and we're like, where did this come from? Maybe it was like a MIDI track that we did on drums and it got moved. But no, it wasn't. You ever think your other roommate did it? 
Levi. He's not. He's, so. but <laughs> he got sick of Fortnite. He got sick of Fortnite one night and just he's came just down here. It's like <laughs> I'm gonna really mess with these guys. I'm gonna make a spooky <laughs> horror film piano <laughs> part and just stick and it in one of their songs. Like one year later, we're still talking about it and can't figure out where it came from. But here's the thing: it was like perfect rhythm. It, it was. It, so no way he could have done it. No. No. <laughs> it but it was like Sorry, designed. Levi. It was like somebody yeah. sat here and thought about it and was like. I'm gonna put a I'm gonna put a crazy scary piano part in the key of the song, and then like hide it in a random track. What if it was Jack's? It could have been Jack's, my cat. Yeah, except he doesn't have perfect rhythm either. Unless he's hiding it from all of us with his paws. He, he does sometimes jump up on the MIDI keyboard. And he has six little toes. He does have six <laughs> toes on one claw. But the other thing is, this spooky song led us to uncover other mysterious hidden objects in Wilson's basement well, that I sleep in every time I'm here. Yeah, but it was Riley because Riley was like, there's a ghost in the basement. Yeah, after all these conversations, I had trouble falling asleep. Yeah, so Riley goes into the <laughs> like boiler room, or I guess I don't have a boiler in my house. It's kind of an old it's Michigan fr- basement. <laughs> like, there's some I, furnished it's elements. A furnace. But. Riley goes into the furnace room in the basement and he opens like this closet and he's like looking around he's like there was a, there's a ghost in here you've never lived or you've he, lived here and you've never looked in that closet i never had looked in this closet didn't we find stuff riley found like some little okay doll shoes here, here's what i walked into i walk into this room i move this like random piano keyboard that he has sitting up in there on the closet he's apparently never looked in and ladies and gentlemen when i open up that closet there are perfect little like doll young girl shoes sitting there perfectly positioned next to like this little dress thing but they but they looked like they were old they like are they are 50 very years old. old they could be more than 50 years old but it's perfectly positioned so that creeped me out after finding that ghost piano in our demo and then you have and then we have doll shoes. doll shoes in Honestly, a back creepy it's not, not that, boiler it's room it's not that scary it's really not Justin couldn't sleep <laughs> I, You're I sleeping down sleep. here tonight, <coughs> Justin. Those doll shoes are still in that closet over there. Are they really? They're still <laughs> there. <laughs> yeah, they are. We have some really good uh, stories from recording, though. I, I think Pirates another favorite. Yeah. Uh, Wilson, it was, it was the Great Flood of 2018. The, the Great Flood of 2018. <laughs> we survived, though. We're all here to talk about so, it. So the Great Flood of 2018, This I don't think this was during Undone, but it was, no. it was during one of them. Um, my so my washing machine, I definitely bought it ch- on the cheap. <laughs> you could say no, that <laughs> I bought it on the cheap. It was not new. Was it here already though? What do you mean when I bought the house? Yeah. No, no, it was I. Uh, I bought it after you I picked bought the it house. up off the street. No, I bought it from a used appliance store down the road, and I didn't know that. Oh, really? Sailor Jerry's. <laughs> yeah. And um, thrift store. It it it's not perfect, but. It has a, a problem where the hose that spurts the water out of the washing machine and goes in, it's supposed to go into the utility sink. That hose gets disconnected from the wash. And um, we, were, we were recording a demo while Mike was doing some laundry, and the hose was not connected, and the entire basement flooded I have to where say, the studio is. For a moment there, I thought I was back in New Jersey on the beach and heard the, the ocean... <laughs> coming up against the door <laughs> and then we opened it and it just <laughs> poured in and, and we're in. immediately we're squeegeeing we're mopping we're 
We're doing I all feel sorts of stuff. Like we had good attitudes though. We, <laughs> we the did. basement was flooded. We were trying to record a song. We just had to stop and we had to mop and bu- use buckets to get the water out. In and hindsight, we, that song probably didn't make the album because of the great flood of eighteen. But we did play the Pirates of the Caribbean blasting through the speakers while we mopped up the floor. Oh yeah. I'm not gonna hum that tune. But do it's it. I wanna hear you do it. Uh uh-uh. uh. I don't wanna do it. All I can think of is the Game of Thrones theme song. How does it go? Oh yeah. Dun 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 dun. I play that in marching band. Another another story. I played trumpet back in the day. You did. You were in marching band. I was I was first chair and then I got braces and I went to last chair. My good no better no better story. My good friend Taylor was second chair next to me. Never got braces, but when I did, he moved second to last chair. Made no sense. Just wanted to be my friend. He moved. What second, a good guy. Second. Yeah, that's that's the moral of the story. Guys, we got so far off topic. I'm of, sorry. Uh, I just from sorry. undone. People need to know that you look like Orlando Bloom, kind of too. I do. James kind Franco. Of. That's James Franco too. Yeah. People need to. Know, what do you mean? People need to know that they can see what I look like. Yeah, but not everybody makes the <laughs> comparison. Podcast Wilson. Just look on our Instagram. <laughs> James Franco for sure. Orlando Bloom a little I bit. I do. I do get James Franco from random people. I had somebody making of my burrito at Chipotle just the other day. Who said? Literally told me. You no, know, she wasn't the one who made my burrito. She was. She was cashing me out, and she was like, "Did you know that you look like James Franco?" I was like, "No," because he's like forty-five years old. Okay, maybe that wasn't. Orlando Bloom was top of mind from Pirates of the Caribbean. I, I meant James Franco. Do you ever get anybody, Riley? Who's your look like? I got Jimmy Fallon once, which I'm not sure <laughs> I that I. I don't I, see. I, I see it. Do you? I do. I see it. Is it just because Fallon does weird stuff, and so do I? No, I see it in your eyes. You messing with your nose I ring right now? Cooler than Fallon. Yeah, my nose ring is all messed up. It's a good plug to say that Wilson now has a nose ring. It's very new. He's picking his nose, though. Is that <laughs> worth it? No, it feels good. So we d- we did get off base. And, and let's circle back to Undone. The video? At, oh, yeah. We, we did make we a music video for it. I don't uh, know if you guys have seen it. It was my, it. yeah, maybe one of my favorites. But JB didn't want us to make this music video. That's true. That is a good thing to discuss, Why, why did you not want us to make this music video? We haven't talked about this in a while. Uh, yeah, I was, I've always thought of music videos as... A uh, story with maybe like actors, actresses, characters. Doesn't so like a deep, a deep plot. I Doesn't would think say. we're actors. You were thinking inside the box. Throw me out of the box. <laughs> you were thinking inside the box. Okay, maybe. Yeah. We, I'll. This might be more of a Riley thing, but Riley had a good friend who did some phenomenal. Nature travel My buddy scenery. Grant Peering, yes. who you can Shout check out. out. Um, online, he uh, you can find him through that video as well. But he, I remember, yeah, he's, he's a beast. I remember creeping on his videos a, w- a while back and being like, "Wow, these are sick!" And then when Undone came out, it was just like this whole natural, like organic feel to the song. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, "Wow, this would be a perfect opportunity that we could use Grant's footage and create some new footage and all tied into the song." But there was going to be no real acting character's plot and i was worried that it wouldn't be effective so i we thought did a little bit of acting we did mm-hmm. i thought it would have been better to do a lyric video and i remember you guys were driving to the music video and you guys were probably really annoyed because i was in new jersey <laughs> telling you why let's just why do a we video. shouldn't drive let's, and do a, let's do a lyric video <laughs> but, but you were wrong 
because that video is pretty cool. <laughs> Brent, don't you think? It's pretty. Yeah, it's cool. I, I think we did. We did okay as as actors. I think we did an all right job. Grant's. So a lot of that footage is from around Michigan too, and and Grant's just really good at capturing that kind of stuff. But yeah, yeah I think when we we were listening to Undone over and over, and then we kind of got that in our heads that. Um, it would go really well with the vibe of the song. Yeah, the I first think time it worked I, out. Yeah, the first time I saw it, I was like, yes, we captured the essence of the song. So check that out. If you haven't seen it, go on YouTube, search for Undone Music Video. Um, when you see me standing on the sand dunes, um, just know that was one of the coldest <laughs> moments of my life. I was freezing my butt off. It was like 40 degrees and very windy. The boots are Riley, right? Those, those brown boots, boots are my nice boots from Kohl's. We yeah. dropped some cherry sites in there too right like you found some cherry yep, paintings on the did. wall right we were near traverse city which mm-hmm. traverse city is like cherry city yeah cherry fest so yeah check that out um, um what, any, anything else you guys got about undone or anything w- probably my favorite part of the song i know i mentioned the verses already but um i had a, a huge thing for the ending oh yeah just how you guys let me experiment a little bit with my fun yeah. little spacey melodic type of stuff mm-hmm. and uh we ended up putting that like vocoder i think it's called yeah, in there yeah the vocoder on, on the vocals we I'll, I'll put that track in here i have to say that translates live uh very well in my opinion and it's fun to do live because i think you've done some good stuff with creating those tracks and how they transition and how we interact with the fans and we sing the undone oh, yeah. and when it drops it's it's maybe my favorite song to play live also yeah I'm really i'm really talking up undone right now but I, I like how um what we've done the last couple times we've played it live is um before we play it we'll you know I'll, I'll talk to the to the crowd and just say you know if you haven't heard this song before there's going to be a part where i say part of me is holding on part of me is undone and when we get to that part, just yell undone with us. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty much worked. People are doing it. I don't yeah. know if they know the song or if, if they've never heard us, but they they still do it. Yeah, I think that's a cool one. So if you're coming to a concert, get ready to get hype in that part, at least. And hopefully other parts and other songs, too. But at least, yeah. if nothing else, frick yeah. You can say part of me is undone. Frick yeah. Frick yeah. Yeah. <laughs> let's play that vocoder. Right let's uh, okay, let's put that in right here. Here it is. Part of me is holding on. So yeah. Uh that was undone. Hopefully you guys enjoy the song. Uh, if you haven't heard it yet, take a listen. If you haven't heard it yet and you're listening to this podcast, what are you doing? <laughs> I don't know who that's, you are, but fair. we're glad you're here. Go go, yes, take a listen are. to the song. Um, but seriously, yeah, thanks, guys, for checking it out. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Hopefully you guys enjoy it. We're going to be uh, back here shortly with another one. And any, any final words from you guys? Uh, we just love everybody and appreciate them. So yeah, thank you thanks. for listening. Thanks for uh, we'll listening. We'll see you guys uh, Lifesavers. We'll see you guys soon at a show. Right on. Adios. Live from the basement, holding a basil-scented candle made by Wilson, we're bringing you the newest horror soundtrack. Here it is. Baby doll shoes. (laughs) (laughs) 